0: Hello and welcome to Her House, Her Home, episode number 14. I'm your host, Amy Wicker. Today is part two of our interview with our favorite appliance repair couple, John Shoemaker and his partner, Sandra Frederick. Last week, they offered up loads of great information on how to do laundry in a way that prolongs the life of your washing machine and prevents fires in the home. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing ventless dryers and more. Welcome back, John and Sandra. So let's say... And, and and this happened with us. You know, you went okay. over, you found an issue with my dryer vent. You came out, you got it fixed very quickly. Generally speaking, what's the maintenance? Should we be having that serviced once okay, a so year?
1: That's. I'm glad you asked that question. That's a very important question. Okay, a doctor is going to tell you that you need to have this checked out annually, right? Twice a year, quarterly, mm-hmm. well, depending on what the issue is. Well, I had a customer that had a dryer vent, and it was so bad. I said, "Don't you tell your wife." We took the dryer. Remember that GE was on fire. There was um we had to we got him a new one the next day from our reference. And then he, I, but his venting was so bad that I said, we need to check this in six months. He called me in five months and it looked like it had never been cleaned because it went up over and out. Yeah. So it has to be diagnosed by an But we're nationally certified. Right. Okay. So you got you can't get an HVAC out here, a handyman. And a lot of these people try and do it, and they've well, I, I can watch a video, I can do a dryer vent, it doesn't take any brains. Well a leaf blown. Or, yeah, you two things that don't clean the dryer vent out is a leaf blower or a shop vac. Okay. And, okay. Yes. And that's, there is a certain way. Right. And one lady in Ann Arbor, she was a handy person. I shut her down. She was jamming things up. So you have to go from the lint screen, you pull the lint screen out, you get some Dawn soap or awesome, which is our favorite product, awesome from the dollar store, you spray it on the lint screen. You get a little scrubby, and once a month, gently scrub it out because your contaminant builds an it builds a invisible film ah. on there that 100 of your airflow goes through. Yeah. Then once a week, you get the brush that you can buy. I call it the French store, Home Depot. Okay, you go to Home Depot. Yeah. And you get this brush that goes down to the lint receptacle. It's made for that it's yes. a specific product. Yes. These vacuum attachments, no pun intended suck okay okay they do because they don't really do it good so once a week you go down there and you clean it out you clean that lint receptacle for a full minute with the dryer off go back and forth and up and down and that lint screen should gently easily go down into it okay if your lint screen's damaged replace it yeah call call an appliance person call a um the qualified uh uh wholesaler right watch it online there's a lot of people ripping people off online so just call a local place that does appliance repair that you can trust. And yeah. they'll usually say, okay, here's the part number. You can buy it either on yeah. eBay or local yeah. place. Lens screens are pretty generic. Right. That's so, or soap usage. Yeah. What not to use your fabric your jar sheets, scented pellets. Okay. Now, the third thing, now the dryer vent. Okay. Well, you get it, you make sure it's hard piped. Not always is that possible, but almost every time it is. Yeah. Then your qualified technician. We'll do two things for you. He'll not only will he install your venting correctly. Um, you never use duct tape on ducts. It dry rats and falls off. It was never meant for ducts. Don't ask me how they came up with the name. Okay. So once your technician gets it all done, he's going to give you an initial airflow reading, and a qualified technician like us is going to clean out the inside of dryer. We'll rip them all apart. Right. So you're done. Yeah. When you're done, it's cleaned. Yeah. Your venting is is taped correctly. It's suspended correctly. It's insulated correctly. And we use professional metal grade covers that you cannot get at home Depot. Okay. It just doesn't exist. Right. So we'll get an airflow reading. Okay. Well, every elbow in there is 5% or if it's 5 feet of resistance, to how far is it going out? How much is outside? We evaluate to kind of a formula. Yeah. How powerful is your dryer? How long is your dryer run or distance? Yeah. So we'll say, okay, Mrs. Smith, you've got equivalent of 40 feet. Your airflow is... The best we can get is 11, 1200, which is a bare minimum feet per minute. Yeah. We recommend that we come back and nobody calls you back. That's one problem we've been trying to solve for years now is, well, you were supposed to call us. Every person, every person we've ever called back for maintenance has said, no, we're good. Call me in 20 years or when the fire department comes. So we're trying to solve that problem now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we just tell them. You call us, so that's the biggest disappointment. They they can't see it, so it's not a problem.
0: Yes. Now I want to take a minute and switch gears. My good friend Valerie Wynn, who lives in upstate New York, is rehabbing her 100-year-old home. And she has a question for you, John, about her ventless dryer. So let's take a listen.
2: So, John, uh, I have a stackable washer and dryer. And the dryer does not need to be vented to the outside of the house. Instead, it has a hose and it puts the extra water down a drain pipe instead of venting outside. Can you tell me a little bit about um, what some of the benefits or the challenges of that sort of system are versus the externally venting dryers?
1: And i am we always say we take a holistic approach. So we got to back up. And before we even get to the answer, this is not a simple answer because... There's way more involved here, starting with the remodeling. People remodel, they want to do it themselves, which is good and very dangerous at the same point. They're trying to do their own research when they remodel. I don't recommend this on certain things, especially your dryer and washer uh, installation, location, and venting. Um, and especially in a historical-type house, Um very important that you have a qualified person, even if you pay for advice, um, come out and tell you that um, we do not really care for these type of appliances. I do like Bosch. They're an excellent product. The ventless ones are European. That's kind of, I think, migrated over here. Um, they're, they're electrical; They're electric as far as I know. They're all electric because you can't vent gas into the house and it vents into a water pool that then drains out.
2: Or they'd use Mambo.
1: Yeah, they do use them on boats, yes.
2: Oh, okay. Um, Okay.
1: Their maintenance has to be... Read your manual, very important, extremely important you read your manual. Now, with these ventless ones, all the stuff we talked about earlier in the first show or the second show, depending on what it is, is the um, soap usage, what not to use, fabric softeners, dryer sheets and uh, scented balls because you need to have a, this as pure of lint going out into that system as possible stackables are nice they're we, we don't like them for maintenance okay bosch makes a great product um, um stackable the, what i if, if if money was more easy i would go with stackable speed queens before Bosch's. but Bosch's are excellent products i've seen front loads that were decades old um because they make good quality. As a rule, we don't recommend bet front loads because of how much repairs go into most front loads and even the newer ones. So the main thing is, is you have to make sure there's room right, left, and back so you can maintain it. You can get to the hoses, the drains,
2: and everything and maintain it. They usually have a filter on the... Um, uh, ventless dryers—they have a, some type of mm-hmm. filter.
0: Several filters. Yes. They yes. have several because she was showing me the picture. Mm-hmm. She, we were facetiming and she was showing me the images. Of there are not one but multiple filters,
1: mm-hmm. and they're probably graded, gradated to thick, thinner, thinner stuff. Okay, so to, to, to your yes. big macro to your micro particles. Now, every machine, pretty much every machine, your computer, your refrigerator your furnace. Every machine has a maintenance procedure or schedule. In the colder areas and you have water going on your lawn, you're not going to leave it through the winter. You'll crack the pipes. You got to have it blown out. So know your maintenance procedures on all your machines. And if you don't understand them, call whoever's going to repair them now. On that note, when you're remodeling, people make massive massive mistakes. They'll They'll go into a fancy appliance store and get these, I'm not going to mention any brand names, but these foreign machines that no American repairman really want to work on. And they're expensive, but boy, do they look cool and they're (laughs) great. And there are a few good ones, like your dishwashers, we like your Bosch and your Asco. Those are excellent machines. But in other areas, your expenses go up highly and your qualification goes down for who's going to actually work on it. Yeah. So before you buy appliances in any remodel, this is probably one of the most important things I'm going to say besides the dryer safety. And you've got a Papa Joe's Appliance Repair to put another plug in for us. Papa (laughs) Joe's Appliance Repair has been helping us for years. Let's call John and Sandra and see what they recommend. We'll do that. And we're going to do the Kiss Theory. Keep it simple, stupid. And we're going to tell you which brands we recommend that are easy to fix and don't have a lot of problems. Plus, if you're buying stuff that like I've had people buy stuff off the West Coast of the United States, have it shipped to the East Coast and vice versa. And you call us up and we've never heard of this brand. Yeah. So make sure that you're buying appliances that your appliance person will service. So ask them and then ask them to come over if they're, if they're, if they're vent specialists, which I hope they are, but very rarely have them come over and say, hey, Give me some advice on where to put it. Your builder is the absolute not place to go to for your dryer venting advice. We see new construction, extremely dangerous.
2: That doesn't okay. surprise me. No. So, so well, my question would be, though, why did she go this route? What was her reasoning for not going traditional? I like it because... You know, I can really put it anywhere in the house. It could be in an interior closet as long as you have the right drain for it. So um, from that perspective, uh, it gives you a lot more flexibility. It's another brand out there that makes what is known as a combo machine where it is a washer and then it becomes the dryer. Same concept, only it's combined.
1: And they don't, the, the repairs on them... Or bad. Or astronomical, or the ones that have the washer on the top with a yes. sub washer and a, or one on the bottom. Yes. They could be your best friends or your worst garbage piece of junk, okay? Yeah. So yeah. what she described there is, because I don't I don't know this exact product, who's going to pull it out? Who's going to disassemble it? Who's going to take it apart? How often? How are you going to do that on wooden floors or by a female or by yeah. two people? Yeah. Okay, so maintenance. And so, what do people do? They don't fix it. They don't they clean don't. it. They don't. And then it's a catastrophe. And then it's a $1,000 bill to walk in the door. Right. Or you buy a new stackable system. Okay. Right. Kiss. Keep it simple. Yeah. Okay? Well,
0: and I think Valerie, too, the way she describes it, she, in order for her to access that drain, she doesn't have to pull it out. She's sticking her arm in. Okay. Into the bottom.
1: As long as you can access everything from the front. Yes. But why didn't she just vent it to the ceiling? Good point. Okay, right. but if this is working for her, that's fine. The mo- most important thing now that she's bought this is she better find a servicer. Yes, that that knows, knows. this. Yes. Okay, and Bosch has. You might want to call Bosch. Yes. See if there's certified people. Sometimes they'll do it, or some yep. some good old boys like me know. Yeah. We can just research it ourselves and come right. up with the problems. But right. Um. You have to. And do I care for water going through a, a dryer? No, I don't think that's the, the best thing I've ever seen. I've seen them. Or these ones that have the spray mist on the dryers, we could we completely disagree with spray mist on the dryer because you're adding water inside of an electric yeah. dryer.
2: Well, well, you have a water line going. You basically have a Y. The water line going to the washer now has to go off to the dryer. <laughs> and leak. if you have a problem, because I've had one lady call me, her husband was out of town, and she was totally freaking out because she had water spraying everywhere mm-hmm. from behind the dryer. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't know how to turn the water off behind. She's like, well, I turned the water off to the, you know, the maid. And I'm like, yes, yeah. just need to turn it off behind the washer. Oh, but you can't use your washer now until you've had this part. You can't use your house. Yeah. Or yeah. you
1: can't flush a toilet. Yeah.
2: That's terrible.
1: I've seen it. I had one last winter, repeat customer like yourself. I get to the house, there's dripping from the ceiling and all this. And she wants to work. It. I said, what is this dripping? Well, they can't come out for next week. So... I made some emergency contacts and some some associate friends, and they were out there a couple hours. Yeah, but we just don't always agree with certain appliances, especially um, imports. Bosch is okay; it's a really good washer and dryer. We don't recommend their refrigerators as much as we do their dishwashers, but their washers and dryers have always been known for excellence. Yeah, okay, they're usually reduced capacity. Um, they all I don't know any big ones that they have. Um, but. We're traditionalist people. We like, I would have had a washer next to a dryer with with a normal venting that can be maintained yeah. and all that. But she's already done that.
2: <laughs> so here, from my point of view, and I talk to a lot of women on the phone, yeah. and I talk to a lot of men. The worst thing you can do in a laundry room when you remodel, if you, all right, I understand you're going to go with a front load. They build a countertop over top of a washer and a dryer. Yes. Okay? It's nice for folding. It's nice for folding. What? <laughs> <laughs> but now that you need work done on that washer and that dryer, very difficult. Yes. And or or you, you buy the washer and ten years later you have to replace that washer, but now you're stuck because you have to stick with the same size. Well, guess what? They don't make that anymore. Right. So now, right. So now you, Great you're point. really stuck. Great so point. and here's another thing, and not the knock you engineers, you men who design these washers, but my question to women or anyone using a washer How often do you use it? How many loads a day are you doing it? The machine never stops.
0: Exactly. Two, two loads a day. Yeah, three exactly. Three loads a day.
2: Exactly. The majority of these machines are engineered with the thought process that their one load of laundry is being done every three days. And that's a joke.
0: Oh, that is a joke. Is, that, I is know. that true? Yes. I mean, a lot of your yeah. foreign
2: wow. will say, Wow, this is how we rate
1: longevity. And yeah. to sidetrack what she says, there's actual engineers that their job is to make things break.
2: Yeah. So, so they
1: don't last long. Now, there's a few appliance companies yeah. that don't believe in that model. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that, you know, just like when they design laundry rooms, they don't design them to be functional. Right. So if you are, right. you know, but they look nice. Stacked they units, do. Stacked units are great space savers. Yeah. But they got a gotta, house. They got to think about maintenance. They they've got a big house think about, about the closet. Yeah. Yeah. A million dollar house, and they got
1: the washer and dryer stuffed in a closet. Yeah. And then they close the closet door, and you can't vent it out. Talk about a safety hazard. Yes. Okay. You have to have airflow. So if she's in the stacked area. Make sure it's, there's no door that closes, and if there is, you got to get a big vent opening on it, like a huge vent opening on it. Or you, you've got a problem. Now, to, to segue off of her segue, you got a washer and dryer that's underneath a countertop, front load. They don't see the problems. They don't see the 10 pounds of lint on top of the dryer. They still think yeah. it's dust in the house. Yes. They don't get behind it to maintain it. Whoever installed it from Bob's big box, okay, we all know who those guys are, all right? The guy got a 10-foot, literally an 8- to 10-foot stretched flexible hosing, connects it to the wall, however, tapes it, screws it, he doesn't care, hooks it on the dryer, jams 10 feet underneath the countertop, Yes, and the clock is ticking, the fire clock is ticking. Well, yeah. the, the,
2: the yeah. wear on the dryer. But yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, you're it's using
1: four not- three, four, five times. I mean, something that could take 20 to 25 minutes. People have told me that they have to run it for two days. These are all things that we've seen. Yes. Now let's go back to 15 steps. In a washer, because this affects the dryer. Yeah. Fluff, don't yeah. stuff. Oh, I like that. Fluff, don't stuff. There's only, basically, and I'm going to mention a brand name. Our favorite is Speed Queen. Okay. Our favorite, one of the Speed Queen. Speed um, Queen's been oh. around since 1908. Speed Queen, like Subaru, you yeah. don't have to advertise. They're sold before they hit the floor. Yes. Okay? Yes. And the model that we like for Speed Queen, top load, comes in three colors, white, white, and optional white.
2: No, they're actually coming They, they,
1: have, the they well. have another one now, but that's in a TR series, which is still yeah. a good series. Yeah. Now, this TC5, Tom Charlie 5 series, is built, the motor, the, the drain pump, if you could see my hands, is about... Six, seven inches in diameter Yeah, compared to about a 50 cent piece pump in everybody else's right now. Okay. So TC5 is an excellent product. Okay. But you don't stuff them into anything, but it comes with a five-year bumper to bumper warranty. You
2: got to remember in a washing machine, when you're putting stuff in there, it's going to triple in weight. Once it gets wet. That's true. Your and towels are jean. like rock. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. your blue jeans. Yeah, blue, your blue jeans. jeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never put rugs in there. I had a call before we came here. Dad, you know, they put three rugs in their washer. Now it's not draining. It's not doing anything. And I said, you can't wash rugs in a washer. Well, we've been doing it all the time. Well, you're you're, you're all the time just ran out. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: so
1: only three things you put in a washer. Towels, clothes, and sheets. Period.
2: Okay, so what do you do? Cause you see all these washable rugs out there now. Well, they're, they're, well, no, they're, is, well, they're getting is. better. So the ones that had the rubber backing on them, yes. those are the ones that are the problem because over time that dry rots. Yep. Every time you wash it, it disintegrates. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now they're putting the um, more of the uh, the clear um, mesh mesh on the back of it. Yes. That's, it's still non slip, but long as water can pass through it, Yep, that's what you got to look for. Okay.
1: If water does not pass through it and it becomes a uh, like a pool liner at the bottom of your washer, front load or top load, as the water is draining, there's a there's a component called water level sensor. Exactly what it sounds like. It senses the level of water. Well, if you put one of these rugs at a front load, and I see this weekly, they put a rug in there and there's still x amount of water that it thought was evacuated it'll put it into a high speed spin guess what baby you just bought yourself a washer okay and a top load's the same thing it'll go into a high speed spin knowing thinking that it's emptied yes and then that in yes and then you 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 could kill it now speed queens have a, a safety mechanism to shut down on that situation on i think all of them um but Fluff don't stuff. I love it. And that. then in, in front load, if it's not tumbling and smacking down, yes. it's not cleaning. So kids, our best time it. is when kids come back from college and they want to do three semesters in one load. They jam it all in there in the front load, whatever, jeans, like she said, towels, shoes, everything. Okay.
2: Comfers, you can't do you know you can't do, you know. do comfers.
1: Yeah, and then start spinning, yeah, and it cracks the machine. Or they stuff it in a top load. If it doesn't agitate, it doesn't clean. That's why those agitator plates at the bottom are, we hate those. Agitator towers, well, I need maximum capacity because I don't want to do laundry. So I like it without, so I can do get another square foot in there or cubic foot. No, you fluff, don't stuff. And if it doesn't agitate or tumble, it doesn't clean. So on a front load, I'd say what, 60% filled, 65% filled. If, okay, so you can't fill it to the top. Now on a front load, on a top load, if you have the old style, you don't set it at full load water. You set it at medium because once clothes are wet, they all go to the
2: bottom. Yeah. So you'll save water, energy, and time and wear and tear. All of machines, like my machine's got an auto-level sensor, yeah. water. Yeah. So it only, it only uses what water it needs to. Right. But a lot of people don't use those on their machines. So. Okay. So,
0: Good advice, great tips. I'll just ask you. Then what do you do, going back here for a minute, what do you do with those duvets that need to be washed? You take them to the cleaners? Yeah, you yeah. take
2: them to a laundromat. The laundromat. The Just laundromat. like the old those days. Machines, those okay. machines are built for that. They're bolted down. They're yeah. they're meant. Um, About the only thing the laundromat will tell you you can't wash are, are horse blankets. Okay. They will put right on there, no horse blankets. Okay. Yeah, those,
1: those will destroy anything. Those, those, those
2: okay. will destroy anything. Okay. But your okay. your rugs, your comforters, pillows. Pillows should never go on a... Washing machine anyway, yeah. Because if it busts open, you're gonna, you're gonna, yes. you're gonna break them. Yeah. machine. Yeah.
1: Comforters, pillows, anything with a down filling, it can break that down filling, and they can come out and will write your thing. drain pump, and yes. you're calling oh. a repairman. Yes, yes. Um, and that adds to your lint to your dryer, which adds to fire. So, yeah. If 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 your mom and dad did it a certain way, you do it the same way. You do yeah. just the basics in your lot washer, and then every quarter every three or four months, two or three months, you're taking um your kids dirty stuff, your towels, your comforters, your rugs that you want, and you take it to the laundromat and and do it. Your rugs with backing on it shouldn't be taken to the laundromat. They should really be outside and hose down yes. with the water. Yes. And soap and scrub it with the with the broom, just like grandma did. Yep. Yep. Um
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Well, you you guys have given us so much good information here. Um, we definitely have enough material for two, maybe three shows. Yeah.
1: Two, maybe three years.
0: Yeah. Well, two, maybe three years. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, like I said, I knew when I called you about this that it could be a, a good one with lots of great information.
2: I know. It's just so, funny when people, and I tell me, well, you, when I say you can't wash rugs. Well, then what do I do? Well, exactly.
1: We get technology makes people lazy. And it makes people very unsafe and dangerous. Right. Okay. Um. So you educate your customers. Yeah. You educate. You educate. You educate, and you make sure that they know that if they have any questions, call us. If you smell burning, it is burning.
2: Where all my spare change goes is on the dresser for the laundry nap. Yeah. That's smart. Save
1: your quarters. Yeah. And and you're never too good to go to the laundromat. I don't care how big Mm -hmm. your house is, how many laundry centers you have. It's
2: cheaper than a new machine. Yeah. Or a repair. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I agree. Very, very smart advice. Thank you very much both for joining us. If people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
2: Uh, Give us a call at the office at 810-360-2876. Email us at
1: Repair at gmail.com. Awesome. And then we can get back to you if you have any more f- questions regarding that.
0: That's awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Thank you. We'll have you back. Now, if you've enjoyed the podcast and want to hear more, please hit follow. We're always looking for good stories. So if you have one that you would like to share about owning your own home, or if you have an issue you're dealing with and you're not certain how to resolve it, feel free to reach out. I'm your host, Amy Wicker. Until next time, thanks for joining us.